This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you'd like some more information about what you hear during today's show, feel free to give us a call at 808-791-2924. You can also check us out online at therogroup.org. Now, I recently was channel flipping and came across one of my favorite movies uh, of all time, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I always loved that movie uh, as a kid, and anytime it comes on randomly, I have to watch for a few minutes, uh, whether it's the end, beginning, or middle. It's just a great movie. And here's something that blew me away. It's actually the 40th anniversary uh, of when this was released in theaters. And, you know, that made me feel a little old and of my time, but, you know, I guess we should all be so lucky to hold up as well as Indiana Jones did after 40 years on the job. But it got me to thinking, and I think one of the reasons this movie resonates with audience of all ages, four decades, my son loves this movie, is because we, you know, we want to feel like we need a little more adventure in our lives. And that being said, I thought how that might tie into retirement. You know, how can we have uh, the kind of fulfilling and adventurous retirement maybe that we've been dreaming about? So on today's show, we're going to talk about maybe some retirement adventures that are just waiting for you so you could have your own little Indiana Jones moments. But first, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who brings so much coolness to our show, you'd almost think he was the Indiana Jones himself. <laughs> I don't know about that. Wow, what an introduction. <laughs> I think that's the best compliment anyone's ever given me. I mean, maybe in the looks department. Oh, just, it's a <laughs> joke. Uh, but yeah, I'm always pleased when we can remind people that retirement doesn't have to be all shuffleboard and early bird specials, right? That's that's yeah. not all it's about or sitting on the couch watching TV. If you want more adventure, you can have it. But before we jump into this uh, wild adventure that you've got planned for us on today's show, Greg, how have you been? I understand you've got a little sports injury going on at your place. This is true. Yes. Uh, playing softball. I, I tore my calf muscle. Yikes. So uh, I'm limping around, but I'm still I'm still plugging away. Um, kind of makes me grateful that the Skype thing, you know, and the Zoom meetings and stuff like that that we do now, um, I guess a benefit from the pandemic uh, hasn't slowed my work down. So I'm trying to stay positive. Yeah. Staying positive is good. Uh, I like that. Well, I think this is going to be a good one. I've had a great week. Um, uh, no injuries, so to speak. So that's good. So uh, <laughs> let's go on this adventure. What do you have for us first? Yeah. So like I, I talk about this with my clients too, um, about planning their retirement, you know, usually comes up in the part of the retirement planning process where we have to try to set an income goal. You know, it's about what you want to do in retirement. And a lot of people want to have adventure. And, and we've talked about it on the show before, Tony, where you have to have a fun plan too, not just a financial plan. And so one of these articles, um, you know, that I always comb, uh, this one's from us news and world reports, and it's 15 travel themes to explore in retirement. And it really kind of, had a unique perspective to it, um, kind of that adventurous kind of vibe. So one of his first recommendations was train travel. 
And I always liked trains. I've, I've, I've done a few train rides. We just did one this summer um, up in Colorado from Durango up to Silverton. And that was uh, spectacular. And uh, hitting the rails can be easy and a very comfortable way to see a region, landscapes, culture. You know, just set your bags down, grab a seat next to the window and, and enjoy. Um, there's Eurail uh, in Europe, the Blue Train uh, in South Africa, or the Golden Eagle across Russia. Um, it just has many benefits for it. And I think it's a that's a fun, fun thing that people can consider for retirement. Well, yeah, I think it is too. I think that's great. And a lot of people do want to do a lot of these things in retirement. Uh, traveling is a big one, of course. I think that's number one. But train riding, uh, you know, adventure has its place. But the idea of kicking back on one of the world's iconic trains and enjoying a great meal sounds pretty good. Yeah. And I think people are looking for ideas too, um, is really what this is about, about, well, once I, you know, have all the time in the world, what am I going to do? So these are really some great ideas to consider. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with putting adventure and also have some first rated amenities. And that's what the train, uh, you know, kind of does for you. Sure. Now, another reason people love Indiana Jones so much again, too, is because remember in the movie, how his little plane would fly and the little line would go oh, across, yeah. he'd be bouncing. Oh, you could yeah. just kind of follow him around the world. <laughs> So he gets to go to some of the most amazing places and you kind of live vicariously through him. Um, so one of those uh, websites now, it's uh, UNESCO World Heritage. It's a great retirement adventure. There are more than a thousand of these sites throughout the world and they're carefully chosen based on historical, culture, uh, scientific importance, you know, including you know their cities, the towns, rural areas, archaeological sites, natural wonders. So all these things are considered and that's a great that's a great source. Well yeah, that sounds like a really good source. And you know, I think that's that's actually perfect. I've read about um, you know, uh, world heritage sites and a lot of them are breathtaking. I mean you've got the Taj Mahal, Venice, Easter Island. I love the dum dum heads at Easter Island. I've always wanted to go there. That's that always fascinates me. Uh, and Florida's Everglades, that's actually one that a lot of people don't think about, but I've heard it's amazing. And there's a lot of other ones too out there. Yeah. And I, I've got a number of those uh, on my bucket list too, to, to visit one day. And if you're looking for exotic travel and retirement, um, I kind of like this one in the article, but it kind of shocked me at first, bird watching. Hmm. And I thought, what, looking at birds, seriously? But, <laughs> but as you read along and hear me out, it actually makes sense because some of the world's most beautiful birds call the world's most beautiful locations home. So while it might be called a bird watching trip, there's likely going to be a lot more involved in it. And you know, bird watching can take you off the beaten path, you know, into the mountains, into the jungles and stuff. And so you can do it at your own pace and it's just perfect for retirees. Well, yeah, that sounds great. And it, and an adventure at a pace that's going to work for retirees is important, too. You have to consider that. All, uh, you know, after all, Harrison Ford, uh, you know, who we know as Indiana Jones, is 79 now. So his jumping into snake pit days might be behind him, although I heard they're making <laughs> another movie, but probably not with him as the main character, I would say. Well, yeah, I mean, you never know. I have some 79-year-old clients who would... Uh, jump into things that people half their age wouldn't consider. And that, that movie, you know, it comes out in 2022. So we'll see. It probably doesn't take place in Indy's uh, retirement home. Right. But the, <laughs> the article recommends also uh, building an adventure around cities that have hosted Olympics, you know, because they're at the cities are 
considered with all these factors in. So they're probably great cities to visit. Um, since the first modern games in Athens in 1896, more than 40 cities have played host. And most of these are popular um, in all parts of the world, easily accessible by train or automobile. Um, there's even the Olympic Museum in Switzerland. Wow. I've never thought about that one before. And I, I guess a benefit of that strategy is that most cities that have hosted Olympics are probably used to welcoming visitors of all ages, all nationalities. So uh, they're probably set up for it and would be good places to visit. Yeah, I think that's a good filter. You know, like if you're thinking, well, where should we go? Yeah. And you always think of like the common ones like Paris and London sure. and all that stuff. But if you want to go somewhere different, pull up all the Olympic cities and you'll probably find some interesting uh, tips. Yeah. So I got another tip uh, from the article. It's basing your travel on your ancestry research. Huh. So it's a really good option that's very popular yeah. with retired people. You know, if your family history um, includes traceable immigration, um, you're, you've set the stage for really an incredible adventure. So imagine using your research to travel to countries and cities and villages where your ancestors lived. I mean, you'll be able to walk where they walked, see what they saw, and you never know, you might bump into a relative. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. In fact, it's funny you should bring this one up because my wife and I have started looking at, uh, I've always wanted to go to Ireland, and uh, my wife agrees she'd like to go there. I'm half Irish, and that side of my family has traced our roots back to the very village. Um, and so I've, I've never visited Ireland. I would love to. Ironically, I've been to France and England, I am half English as well. So I'm half English, half Irish, you know, always at war with myself, Greg, you know that. Uh, but <laughs> The black and tan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. So, but yeah, I have always wanted to do that and we've started thinking about it. So uh, I know that's a big thing on a lot of people's lists, especially once they get close to retirement or uh, are thinking about trips in retirement. Uh, what else do you have for us? Well, Let's see. The next one I have uh, that right tees. Oh, uh, river cruises. Uh, this is great. Yeah, that's true. So this cruises. is one that's always appealed to me yeah. because I think it, you know, flies under the radar. Sure. There's a lot of people just associate cruises with long ocean voyages, but there's so many luxury cruises along some of the world's most legendary rivers and are a great way to combine, you know, the adventure that you're looking for with relaxation, excellent uh, amenities and luxury so there's are some some great great river cruises through europe africa south america and asia wow that's cool i, I like that and i think that's another good idea a lot of people like cruises in general i've never been a big fan of them i'm not a big uh, cruise guy or boat guy but it's so popular and a lot of retirees love it um now i think it's been uh, an action-packed show so far and uh, i have a quick question though i you know i guess some of our listeners are probably excited about talking or taking some of these trips we've talked about today but maybe they're concerned that their current retirement strategy isn't going to be able to you know include the funds to do it so if someone's still a few years away from retirement is there time for them to change their strategy a bit with the goal of having more retirement income or setting aside some money to take these trips? Yeah, that's a really good question. As people listen to us talk about uh, good ideas to you know, fill their time gap in retirement, all these fun things, people might be thinking like, hmm, that really sounds great, but can I afford it? So the most honest answer you know, is possibly. You know, it really depends on their your current situation, your circumstances, your goals, as well as your risk tolerance. But definitely working with a financial services professional will help you quickly identify ways 
to adapt your strategy in a way that seeks to provide more income. So there's a lot of clever ways you can do it. You know, what percentage of your portfolio do you withdraw? When you're going to retire? Um, there's some clever ways to eke out a little bit more income safely. So if your vision for retirement has changed and you want to raise your your uh, income goal, it's important to keep your financial professional in the loop so they can make some pivots to your portfolio uh, if needed. But bear in mind also that very few people can afford to take all these trips You know we're discussing today. So the idea is to really pick and choose. Some might not appeal to you at all and others are, are those are ones that are gonna be easy to eliminate, but focus on three or four that sound particularly interesting and then do a little more research and then as well as the budgeting. Yeah. Yeah, good good call. I think that's great, and I think this is really helpful information. What's another good trip idea? All right, so some ideas to have fun in retirement. Another one is round the world flights. Ah. Uh, these are easy, um, an easy way to see you know more of of the world. You just go on one trip and circle the globe. A lot of airlines work together, you know, through their alliances and partnerships to make it easier for passengers to combine multiple flights for one fixed price. Now, these packages come with a list of approved stops and typically require you to keep moving in one direction without backtracking. So there's certain rules to follow, but prices are then determined by how many stops you want to make. Um, You can also use your frequent flyer miles and rewards program for these tickets. Now, while these round the world flights are common and airlines promote them, they can get a little tricky to plan. So it might be a good idea to work with a travel expert on this one. Ah, yeah, that's true. I bet they would be. And one of my favorite things to watch on TV, uh, other than 80s adventure flicks, as you know, like like Indiana Jones, uh, are food shows. I mean, uh, are there travel adventures for foodies? There, there are, right? Yeah, that's another great idea, too. So, I mean, I'm definitely right there uh, with you on that one. I can't even count how many times I said to myself, I have to try that while watching uh, the late, great Anthony Bourdain's Parts Unknown yeah, show. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I still watch the catch the reruns every yep. once in a while. And, you know, whether it's food famous European countries like France and Italy or popular food destinations like Morocco, Vietnam, Ethiopia, Mexico, building a dream trip around food is really a good choice. You know, hey, even Indiana Jones stopped running and fighting bad guys long enough to enjoy an occasional great meal. <laughs> <laughs> But look at it this way. If you've loved Vietnamese restaurant in in your community, just imagine eating that same food in Vietnam, surrounded by that country's culture and natural beauty. It's it's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are into that and I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. But uh, we love local businesses. So don't forget to go back to your favorite Vietnamese restaurant in your home area after you get back from your trip, too. Right. (laughs) Yeah, it might not be as good, though, as that you remember it after going to the real Probably, thing. yeah. <laughs> but uh, the article's next recommendation, uh, looking for adventure, is not getting caught up in common vacation destinations. You know, this is just some really good common sense advice that could help you hit the open road while also keeping a little more cash in your pocket. You know, while it seems like everyone wants to wander along the canals in Venice or Amsterdam, there's just so much more to see. You know, there's the Crooked Forest in Poland, uh, the Enchanting River in the Philippines, um, the Apostle Islands in Wisconsin, uh, Madagascar. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. All these wonderful places that really don't get the attention they deserve. And it's really endless. So start Googling. <laughs> Find something that, that interests you that's not just your common destination. Yeah, uh, gr- great idea. And I'd be game for any of those trips. And I think the thing about the places you're talking about is even though I mean, even though they aren't as famous as, say, Paris or Hong Kong, 
they're still easy to get to. Yeah, right. And like the Philippines, um, you know, we have our big Filipino community here in Hawaii. Uh, money goes a long way over there, yeah, you know, so you yeah. could really have a first class vacation. Yeah, I mean, compared to, to Hawaii, uh, you could really go first class in the Philippines. Absolutely. And uh, there really are few places left that are overly, you know, challenging to reach. You know, the world's kind of getting smaller. Um, another example, too, um, a lot of retirees might be uh, war history buffs. And for those folks that, um, you know, these are really great travel options if you're into that stuff. I mean, look at throughout Europe, there's cemeteries, museums, and monuments highlighting the sacrifices that so many made during both world wars, including the thousands of Americans who, who gave their lives there. Um, so there's some interesting history over there if you follow that thread. Yeah. Or a popular war history trip uh, right here uh, in the States anyway is uh, a tour of Civil War battlefields. A lot of people are really into that at places like Gettysburg and uh, Antium, uh, things like that, Vicksburg. They do a marvelous job of making that war's history come to life. Yeah, I, I did that as a kid, too, and, and they're... There are also some lesser known ones, uh, but no less fascinating Civil War destinations throughout a lot of the southern states. So finding these spots not only helps you brush up on your history, but it also lets you see some of those small towns and two lane highways that don't get a lot of the publicity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been a, a great show. And during our show today, uh, you've been using the 40th anniversary of the release of Raiders of the Lost Ark. I mean, that's that's a good one, right? In fact, we'll just play some of the some of the music All from right. Raiders right now. There it is. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> yes, Retirement Adventures. <laughs> and it's ironic because uh, Indiana Jones is 79, so uh, he's he's that age, and uh, he's already had a lot of adventures. But um, what's the next adventure you have for us, Greg? All right, so all these are meant to be ideas, you know, to spark your interest in retirement yep. and and check off your bucket list. And the next tip, again, this this article uh, I'm citing, if anybody wants to read it, it's from U.S. News and World Reports, and it's called 15 Travel Themes to Explore in Retirement. So it's uh, this one kind of struck me, too. Build a trip around giant bells. What? And I'll say that again. <laughs> what? Yeah, repeat. Giant bells. Huh. So... I get it. My initial reaction was the same one you're having right now. But but if you peel it apart a bit, it actually starts to make sense. So following the trail of the world's great bells will take you to some of the world's most stunning locations. So there's a 200 ton uh, Tsar bell in Moscow. Uh, the bell which cracked during a fire in 1737 is no longer functioning, but it's still uh, allegedly a sight to behold. I haven't seen it myself. Um, there's also China's Bell of Good Luck, which is currently the world's largest functioning bell at 127 tons. Holy shnikes, that's a big bell. Yeah, so I mean, it kind of makes sense. It takes you to some un, uh, unexpected places. That's, that's crazy. And I've actually heard of both of those. Uh, that's the crazy part of it. So I guess uh, what you said just uh, rang a bell for me, right? <laughs> oh, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. So, if part of your dream retirement, it also involves, you know, laying back, uh, getting to that stack of books you've been meaning to read. Um, literary uh, travel is a perfect option for oh, you. Oh, now so, that I like, and I've already done some of that. But go ahead, and then I'll tell you what I've done. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So, here's some examples of some great classic books that could guide you to some cool places to travel. Uh, use Hemingway's "The Sun Also Rises," and it'll lead you to um, Pamplona, Spain. 
never been there either, but that's that, that would be an amazing place to go. Um, you can also wander Paris with uh, Hemingway's A Movable Feast as your guide. Uh, did you grow up loving Oliver Twist or Peter Pan? Why not visit London and see how well that matches up with those uh, depiction in those books? And you don't have to stick to dusty classics from long dead writers. You know, you can use Alex Garland's contemporary hit novel, The Beach, which, you know, the movie was made from, Leonardo DiCaprio, and plan a trip to Thailand. Um, Elizabeth Garland's smash hit, Eat, Pray, Love, which offers insights into traveling in India and Indonesia. Uh, here's one um, that I would be interested in, Tony. I think you'd be with me on this one. New Zealand, where the Lord of the Rings movies yes, were filmed I would because love of this to visit visual simulation. It, it looks just like Middle Earth. Yes. That was his vision of Middle Earth. Yep. And people, a lot of people don't realize that was filmed in New Zealand. What a great place if you love Frodo Baggins and his loyal crew uh, of hobbits to go check that yeah, out. They still have the hobbit huts there and stuff that you can go and tour. It's pretty cool that they used in the film. So, yeah, and I've actually, you know, I, I like going where authors hung out too and seeing where they lived. So Key West is a great one. I mean, if, if you haven't toured the Hemingway house in Key West where Hemingway lived in the Keys, that is, it's a great tour. And seeing the five and six-toed cats that have still been breeding and run run all over the house <laughs> yeah it's crazy and you can actually go to the bar where he hung out that's still there it's a real dive i'm warning you but it, it is fascinating i mean it, you can uh and you can go to colorado you can go to the aspen area and, and sit at the table where hunter s thompson ran for sheriff planned his run for sheriff and would have meetings every night you can sit in that very booth drive past his place in woody creek I, i've done some of these things for uh, some authors, at least here in the States. And I think that's fun. And, you know, another more modern example of that, Greg, is uh, if you're into Harry Bosch novels by Michael Connolly, um, they use real locations in L.A. Uh, Harry Bosch is a police detective, and now there's a there's an Amazon series, too, if you've watched that. But he eats at, uh, he eats at uh, restaurants that are uh, you know, Musso and Frank's, that's an actual restaurant I've eaten at. You can see the house that they film using the, using the show for Harry Bosch. And you can see a lot of locations that are in the books and eat at a lot of the, his same favorite restaurants. So those kinds of things are really fun, but uh, even more so on a bigger scale overseas, like you said, um, you know, and then, uh, travel based on HBO's mega hit game of Thrones is also really popular. I know. Yeah, and I mean, all, all, any you could pick anything. Yeah. I think just this little this uh, this idea is just a good idea to start with traveling. Yep. There, you know, the, the the movie Vacation, <laughs> Chevy Chase oh, yeah. National Lampoon's yep. Vacation. This guy did a YouTube video. It's about twenty minutes. If you if you love the movie Vacation, you got to check out this guy's. Um, channel or this episode he actually went to all the places in that movie <laughs> you know the house of mud the the place in colorado where they stopped um it's just really cool that's awesome but yeah and that's something you could do on a low budget as well uh but yeah you mentioned game of thrones now it was great up until the last episode of course yes. but <laughs> exactly if you want <laughs> if you wanted to uh kind of explore some of those places where they were at northern ireland croatia morocco iceland spain are all places that um, that that series was filmed but so literary travel, I think, is another thing you can do right here locally, as we said. So we've given a lot of those examples and you could do it on a budget. Sure. Yeah, I think that's great. Well, um, today's show, I, I mean, it's uh, barreling down on us, the end of the show, like that boulder was barreling down on Indiana Jones at the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, do you have anything <laughs> else? Do you have anything else for us <laughs> that you want to talk about? Um, well, 
if you want to talk about like what kind of retirement that you want to have, if some of these ideas really appeal to you, um, it really is going to come down to your 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 income strategy. You know, will it is your retirement strategy going to provide the income that you're going to need to to check all these things off your bucket list? Is it going to be flexible enough to adapt when you do? Um, a lot of times we want to do more traveling, more spending when we're younger in our early stages of retirement, and probably do less as we get older. So a plan can be constructed that way too, where you can have multiple income goals. Uh, you know, I want to make a little bit more money here. I want to make less here. Also, if your mortgage is going to get paid off, you know, we can adjust your your strategy. Knowing where that is going to happen really dictates, you know, what portfolios we select and how we want to invest our money along with your risk tolerance. So it's definitely a part of it. Um, there's a fun part of your plan. What are you going to do with your time? And then there's the income part of your plan. Um, so if anybody uh, has any questions or comments, uh, please give us a call, 808-791-2924. You can also visit us online at therogroup.org. All right. Thanks, Greg. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.